This is a special edition of the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. than normal chat <laughs> what do you think the record for longest pause before we start talking would before people would turn it off oh my god here we go uh candid athletic training podcast this is a special edition <laughs> i'm kevin and this is still chad yeah and we're here with a really uh important um this is a really important episode uh mental health is such a big topic in sports medicine right now that um, we figured maybe we should we should get our two cents in on it. Yeah, I mean, so important that I I believe it was the main overall theme to the NADA or NATA convention that we were at in Vegas. Um, so what we got coming up is episode three and the final installment. With our buddy Dan Franzek at Healthy Roster, mm-hmm. um, where he goes over a little bit more what's coming next for Healthy Roster, uh, a platform called Safe that, as Chad just mentioned, is centered around the mental health of our athletes. Yeah, so let's let's listen to this, and then we're going to give our input on on mental health, the state of mental health, uh, how it relates to all athletic trainers, and then what what we're going to do about it let's listen in all right let's get into the safe platform yeah okay i I think that this is for me this really strikes um a chord with me why why don't you tell the the people listening what your safe platform is okay well thanks for asking first and foremost appreciate (laughs) it um so when we had that college roundtable um we said and Amelia was part of this too. It's like she's kind of pulling in information from people. What is, what do we need? What do you guys need? What are you dealing with on a regular basis? What can't you handle right now that I could potentially contribute to from a technical standpoint? So I don't know if you can contribute from a technical standpoint, but we are seeing so many kids dealing with mental illness and stress and depression. And I don't know what we do, but I know people are coming to us for it. Um, and I love that about athletic trainers because they were comfortable going to them and that's that was part of the piece that we ended up building with SAFE. So SAFE stands for Screen, Alert, Facilitate, and Engage. The screening part, something a lot of athletic trainers know. Uh, raise your hand if you know what a PHQ-9 is. Everybody raised their hand. I saw them on the other side. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for participating. Um, <laughs> um, so the PHQ-9... Um, it's just good podcasting. Yes, it's good. I've tried to provide a visual for everyone. Um, So the PHQ-9 is used by a lot of family uh, practice doctors and stuff like that, and they use it kind of at the beginning of the year. Sometimes they put a couple questions in the Mm pre-participation form, but it was physical forms. We automated that. Um, So what we did was is we have, you can send off the screening, the SAFE, uh, the Essence SAFE, whenever you want. It can be to one athlete. It can be to ten athletes. It can be to the entire student body if you want, and it can go off in whatever type of frequency you want. But... Um, after it goes to you via a text, it's a secure portal text that you get, and it goes to your phone, um, and you fill out the PHQ-9, 
right there on the phone via text, and then based upon your score, um, you will be marked, you know, critical or elevated, whatever the score is. And then you get resources from a student's perspective, and then the athletic trainer on the other side gets notifications if they are um, critical or elevated. A um, couple reasons why we did it via the phone. Number one, um, it's a text because that's where the kids were. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the easiest yeah. way to... Yeah. Right? Yeah. They didn't necessarily have to have the app at the time okay. for a healthy roster. Yeah. Um, so they could down, they just get the text. They fill it out. They could do so in the comfort of their own home, their dorm, wherever it is. Doctor's not over their shoulder. Athletic trainer's not right there. They're not with their peers. They can do it whenever they want. So your answers that you're getting are a little bit more, I'm hoping, um, more honest at that point in time. They're very candid. Yes, they're very candid. Good call. <laughs> I missed that one. That's you got okay. It, That's okay. <laughs> All right. Professionals um, here. <laughs> yes. We've been at this a long time. <laughs> I'm learning from you two. Um, and then... You can learn what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that you're going to learn just as much what not to do as what to do from me. Yeah. Kevin's the smart one. I'm, I'm not. You're really, I'm really not. not. Yeah, he is. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I, try, I try to be, but I don't think I am. I've learned from some really great people, but it, it my my favorite thing to do with athletic trainers is just get them to think for themselves, right? So whether it's taking the approach of you're going to learn a lot of the things that you shouldn't do, yeah. or when somebody asks me a question, be like, well, it depends. Wow. So, well, I'm thoroughly confused now. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? And that's the goal, right? <laughs> yes. Um. All right. All so right. Your safe platform. There it Let's is. Start over. <laughs> this is Dan. Hi, everybody. Um, we're here, we're here with Dan from Healthy Roster. Uh, and we're talking about safe, everyone. Yeah. yeah. You need to be safe. Um, so the the screen uh, is the the survey goes out. Um, they fill it out and they can get alerts. So the final piece of this is that it's not just coming from anybody. It's not coming from like the guidance counselor. So it's coming from the athletic trainer, and that was important to us because they know you. Mm -hmm. They interact with you every day. So there had to be that sense of comfort from them mm -hmm. on when it was coming, where it was coming from, who it was coming from, and, and how they were receiving it. After that goes off, um, you can elevate that. I didn't want the athletic trainers to feel they were on an island there, um, mm -hmm. especially if it was a critical situation. So you have protocols built into the app so that you can go to a suicide severity uh, screening if it's necessary it's built into the app you can elevate that to another doctor i won't let you launch safe by the way unless you have a second layer of right. people that are able to help guidance Good. counselor um, special provider um, psychologist whatever it is but the school wherever it is has to have that in order for me to give it to them i want them to make sure that they have those protocols in place um, <clears throat> facilitate that engagement goes back and forth and then you engage them on the other side when it goes through the big reason that I think this can work um, is because it's. I find I'm finding early that there's a lot of parallels between when an injury occurs and to when mental distress is happening mm -hmm. um, with an athlete. So being able to potentially recognize that when there is an injury, maybe you send off a survey um, to see what's going on with the kid. You know, mm -hmm. a day or two later, just to see how they're feeling. Um, it's built right in there. You know when it's happening, right? Because you're documenting the injury, so you know it's there, and then you can just simply hit send. The other thing I like about it is is that now um, there's documented records. So if you do know that you have somebody who is a little bit, you know, um, mentally distressed, um, when they do have an injury or when something's not right, 
you can now know that from the record to say, okay, maybe I should check in on this person sure. after they had a bad day. Um, they were talking about how they just broke up with their boyfriend or girlfriend. You know, maybe I, I, you're hearing those things more so than anybody else. So you're privy to that stuff. Um, and I think that's really, um, I think it's really important to have sure. that out there. Um, we had our first surveys go out. Um, and in the first week, we had, um, we had 33% open within like a first hour. It was crazy. 33% of the surveys that went out were wow. responded to right away. Of those 33%, um, there were, I think there was like 450, then 150 were um, open right away. And of that, 150, 27 were uh, ranked as elevated or critical. Huh. Wow. So that's important, right? Because you're <laughs> identifying that. Yeah. Maybe you didn't know that's, ahead that's, of time. It's much higher that than that. It could be 27 lives you just saved. Yeah. Well, I mean... That would be amazing, right? Yeah, one of the things that, you know, when i working with athletic training students and whatnot, you know, it's, it feels good when you have a good tape job or you do a, an injury evaluation and things go well, but these are the bigger situations that are way more important and more impactful. One, for the student athlete, and two, for the athletic trainer, when you know you just made a difference in, in, in someone's life. And Chad, not everybody's going to embrace this, and I get that. And I'm okay with that. I want you to be comfortable with it. But I also want us collectively to look at the big picture. This is, again, bringing value to your position as an athletic trainer. You're adding value to a situation that's really important to our country right now. Like, And you're, you're there. Why not, you guys? Why not be a part of this solution? And again, yes, I want to keep my kids active and healthy, and this is part of it. This is absolutely part of it. Um, if we save a couple kids' lives as a result of this, I can live a happy life knowing that we did that. That would be awesome. But I'm also going to continue to strive to build in resources to make it easier for you guys to do your job and show more validation. And I think we collectively have to be open to those opportunities. We have to take the startup mentality yeah. All of us, right? We have to think of different ways in which we can inflect ourselves into situations where we know we can add value. It's not like, oh, maybe I can. Oh, maybe we should think about that from the hospital's perspective or the doctor's perspective or the athletic director's perspective. Think of it for yourself and think of it what you can do. Be your own startup. Think about what's important to your profession and adding value to your own profession. If you guys can do that and I can help you build that out and you're telling me some things that you're thinking mm -hmm. of, that's what's going to differentiate not only you guys, but my company and collectively the profession as a whole. When did SAFE launch? We launched, yes, it's launched. It um, we launched, I think it was like a month ago. Month? Yeah. So you are, I mean, on the, on the forefront. You know, like just you are, just yeah. started. Okay. Just started. And we're in um, Ohio, California, uh, Wyoming, and there's Minnesota with it right now. Okay. So, are you aware of any other companies or products that are like like this for mental health? I haven't seen anything else like it. It's the in my in my findings, it's the first um, proactive screening and alert system that I've seen in the country. That's the differentiator that I was going to say. There may be people out there screening, but it's not proactively, consistently screening. Mm -hmm. Right. So instead of like waiting for somebody to come to you, mm -hmm. like. Everybody, there's, there's so many resources out there right now. There's so many causes. There's so many people mm -hmm. trying to contribute to the mm -hmm. cause.
that's great. But if somebody is in distress, they are not taking that initiative to go find help. They're just not. So you have to take that proactive approach and go ask them, and that's what's different. We're not give, Here it is. It's coming to you. There's no excuse. It's right there on your phone. Tell us how you're feeling. Sure. We want to know. Well, that made it easy. I didn't have to go out and go to the doctor or ask the athletic trainer on the sideline. Yeah. Is there so? Um, is it all driven from the athletic trainer? So, um, it, is it our is it our responsibility to send out this questionnaire, or is there an option of athlete can alert athletic trainer like I'm having hey, a bad I, day. I'm, I'm, I might need some help. Well, I think the beauty of this is is that it is early, um, mm-hmm. and I think we'll get to those those solutions with that right now. Um, it doesn't have to be the athletic trainer, although that's what we're trying right now sure. because that's who we're connected to, and we mm-hmm. want to continue to see those parallels between the injuries and when there's mental distress. Um, so it can be, and we ha- have had people say, hey, I'm just going to send it out um, just directly from our guidance counselor. They're going to send it off. But it's all regim- it's all flexible as to when it goes out. So okay. if you do want to do it at the beginning of the year, you don't have to be responsible for setting. You set it up once, and you can just have it go off whenever you want. But you do have the ability to send it off, just one off if you want. And your guidance counselor, whoever else is in the system, can as well. Okay. So I think what the coolest thing is that mental health is such a taboo subject to talk about, and even a little uncomfortable, even for medical professionals. Like, I remember going through training. Uh, we called it gatekeeper training where I work. Yeah. You know, it's like... Talking about somebody who's in distress, that is a hard, that's a hard thing to, like, okay, am I going to be ready for it? And this, this almost seems like it would help, um, just make it a smoother process. Yeah. I think you'll be surprised as we continue to find that they are going to be, the reactions you're going to get from people and some of our customers is going to be that of, I wish I would have done this sooner because now people or kids are coming back. The people who, and you can go on our website and look at uh, the mental health tab on healthyroster.com and there's a great testimonial from Oberlin College there and she talks about how she had some criticals that came back and she was able to handle it and the kids were saying to her, you know, I, I have I have a guidance, I have somebody that I'm seeing and thank you so much for reaching out. It means a lot that you did that to me. And sometimes that's all it takes mm-hmm. is just so that they know somebody really cares and is really thinking about them. It makes a world of difference, man. And it's, I think it's most athletic trainers, that um, connection to the athlete, I think that's what they really enjoy. They thrive. It's, you know, that's the, the best part of the job is feeling that connection and helping somebody. Yeah. And it's just a tool. It's a resource to make it that much simpler. And I'm going to be honest with you, this isn't going to, make healthy roster a lot of money. I'm a business, right? I have to think about that, but this isn't going to drive a lot of revenue for me, at least initially, but it has a lot of potential to affect a lot of people. So if it can be a tool, what it will do is is bring in more customers because it's another tool that they didn't have before. Um, So that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it as another resource that everybody said they wanted. So give it a try, utilize it, and see what it can do, how it can affect don't don't do your whole student body at first. Right. Don't do the whole athletic department. Do a team, or just do like a do one segment of a team, uh, and just send it off. You know, for the first week, see what comes back. Get to know the flow. See what that's like. Maybe it's a team where you feel like there is some d- distress going on. Coach got fired. There's a lot of turmoil. Yeah, just just give it a try, and if it doesn't work, um, 
let me know what does and sure. or what else that we can work on because that's what we're doing. We're building stuff for you guys that you want and that you think could be helpful to uh, validate your role out there and get more connected to the kids. I find it I find it interesting that like so you won't even give the product to a team or a university in, unless they have the resources above. And what I what I find most interesting about that is going back to earlier of kind of validating what we can bring to the profession and what we actually do every day. If if I'm athletic trainer at small division two school in the northern Montana area, yeah, right? Yeah. And I go to my covering rodeo. Covering yes. rodeo. And I go to my head athletic trainer. Or there the, are athletic trainers right? who cover the rodeos. Yeah. yeah absolutely, there yep. are. I don't think Actually, tough rodeo rub. That's yes. where that came from. I, um, I could. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be awesome. Every once in a while, just a really Would traumatic you be the event. Clown? Would you be the clown? I could not be the I clown. I am the clown. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all I could do. Oh, my gosh. No, I couldn't do it. I, don't, I couldn't be a... Oh, my God. No, no, no. I couldn't do it. Um, Can you be a clown and have that kind of beard? No, I'd probably have to shave a little bit. So Man, it might be a hazard so, somehow. Sorry, I, I totally derailed. I'm sorry, Kevin. Totally That's did. the first time you've ever done that ever, on this podcast. Ever, first time. Um, Are you a scary clown or a happy clown? <laughs> I would have to be a scary clown. I think I, I would go Pennywise before I would go like Bozo the clown. Absolutely, totally. Because I don't like clowns, and so I'm not going to be a funny clown. Yeah, I don't like clowns. I'm going to have to be like creepy clown. Um, yeah. We were, you were going um, Division Two. Welcome to the podcast. You were going. So I'm an athletic two, trainer yeah. in the, the you know in a very small school, and I, I like that I can go to my administration mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, this is like a great platform of this is a great EMR. Right? They're they're, they're doing things a little bit different." We can get better feedback of statistics on injuries and when they're happening. But they also have this really cool addition called the safe platform. Mm -hmm. But we need to have something in place as far as if there needs to be some sort of engagement, we need to have somewhere to go. And I think there's still in this country very often the mentality of if I don't know what's there, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Right? And so I think the more that we can introduce products that mm-hmm. say, sorry, no, you can't buy my product unless yeah. you have the right things in place first. It's like a fail-safe. It's, yeah. it's I think it's a really powerful voice of saying, you should already have this, just to let you know. Okay. Um, and so I think it's I think that's really cool because I, I, I've seen a lot of, a lot of populations of sports that pretend that mental illness is not part of it whatsoever like that that should not that it wasn't there when i was playing right. sports and so therefore it shouldn't exist now you're kidding yourself and you exactly yeah. and it's and it's not going away yep. it's absolutely not going away we're only going to get more and more aware of how our mental awareness is in all different situations right. so um i like that i, I think that's cool. i think that speaks really that speaks volumes of where we should we where we should all go as far as these platforms Let's try and be go, part of the solution, right? man. Let's yeah. try and... I like it. it. And Good. it doesn't have to be just mental health. What What are some of our customers saying, Amelia, as far as next surveys? What are, what, what do Sexual they want? assault, ADHD, sure. uh, anxiety, um, and their, Eating disorders. Yeah, yes, thank you. That was yeah. the other one I was trying to think mm-hmm. of. So now that we have this foundational piece built, 
we can do all these surveys now. Yeah. We can do patient-recorded outcomes now through this, too. We're going to continue to build tons cool. of different uh, um, surveys through, and that's really what it is. It's a survey, right, that goes out, and you get feedback. And, I mean, there in itself could be the biggest piece, right? Mm -hmm. you, you take SAFE out of the equation or connect it or keep it in there. That survey, having that feedback directly from that to go to the athletic trainer, to people who you're interacting with, could really help validate everything that you guys are doing. The, the versatility in what you've established is, it's really incredible to think how fast and how, f how many people you can reach how, and how quickly you can do it. Yeah, thanks man. It's exciting stuff. Your stuff is exciting. What is this show number what? Do you have uh, a count? Well, we don't... I mean, yeah, this, this might be around 43. Yeah, this right? is... Right? I mean, as far as when this is going to air, I mean... Depending on how up, how this chops up, but forty three, yeah, I mean, forty four, and forty five, we're getting, yeah, we're getting we're close to yes. like fifty episodes. Yeah. We'll bring that full circle, forty five. That was Archie Griffin on my Mount Rushmore <laughs> for Ohio State. Well done, forty five. There we go. Well, the done. only two time, the only two time Heisman Trophy winner. Love it, Dan. Thanks for meeting with us. It's been it's been yeah. awesome, man. This I've been really given blood this whole time. The whole time. Yeah, the blood. Yeah, diversity. Blood, Don't worry. Blood we've, Center, Wisconsin. We've really given appreciates them a, you. a yes. lot of cookies and a lot of orange juice. It's been going on. So, so one more time before we wrap this up, yep. how, what's the best, uh, how do people reach you? Best way is go to healthyroster.com. You can interact with our staff. Um, we've got athletic trainers. We've got salespeople. We've got uh, business development people. Whatever your question is, um, we can help you out there. Um, but go to healthyroster.com, and you can interact with us right through the bot right there, and we'll get you set up and have a conversation right away. Even if you want to give us some feedback, you're thinking about something, just let us know. Thanks, Dan. Awesome. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, that was awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. Chad, I have too many notes written down. I don't think this is going to be very candid anymore. I don't know. Well, give we'll me see your, what happens. Give me your initial uh, number one. No. Uh, so I think that was a it was a a pretty great end to our three part episodes with Dan. Um, I think it ended with ideally the most important part for us and why we really reached out to them um, to find out more about them. And then I think what was an interesting spin on what mental health is with athletic trainers right so one of the first things me and chad ever discussed after we talked to the healthy roster people was that how great would it be to have candid like discussions about mental health um because so many people are afraid to talk about it so many people find it hard to talk about so Maybe we can break break through some walls, uh, maybe a couple fourth walls. I don't know, but um, then we can talk about mental health in a very candid way. Therefore, it just becomes a normal thing that we talk about. Like, I think that's one of my biggest pet peeves when people say mental health. It actually is just health. Correct. It's like it shouldn't be like this own its own thing. Um, I, we've we've talked about this. Uh, before um, so there's all sorts of levels of I'm going to air quote mental health great podcasting <laughs> so I'm air quoting mental health so there's um, there's different levels there's like the basic like they were talking about just I 
the athlete that has a little bit of anxiety and it's right. causing them to struggle at practice all the way up to um, depression, I want to kill myself. Yeah. Um, so I think the coolest thing about what they're doing at Healthy Roster is this infrastructure where they can like – they, like they mentioned that this could turn into eating disorders. It could turn into sexual assault or sexual abuse, mm-hmm. all those things. Yep. Um, the infrastructure to help us just really get to those athletes uh, or clients or whomever you're working with sooner. Because when you think about athletic training, I think about your first responder role. Yep. Like, that's like the first thing I tell people, oh, we're the first responders. Mm-hmm. Well, how great would it be to help ourselves in that first responder role in these really challenging situations? I mean, I think um, going off that first responder, like we often are the the athlete's first go-to, right? So not even do we respond to things first, but we are also where people are going to first that are athletes that often are like in these situations that are like, I, I'm, I'm not allowed to express that maybe I am depressed. I, I have it all going on. I'm, I'm, a, I'm on a full ride to a D1 school. I'm getting a free education and I'm playing sports for like, and I'm, I'm getting everything. I'm getting free shoes and I'm getting free shirts and this and that. Well, or you're a high school athlete who's trying to get yeah. a scholarship at mm-hmm. a Division One school or whatever it might be. Yeah, and they're not—they're not supposed to be depressed. They have everything going for them. Well, newsflash: I mean, those, people but are. If you think about that, those are the people who have the—the the people that have the most to lose. Sometimes are the ones that might have the most anxiety or the right. mo- that might have the most uh, distress. Right. I mean, like if the it's the fear of heights, right? I mean, it if you if you have the farthest to fall, you might be afraid to fall, right? Um, and I think there's well, then they just came out with um, they just did us like a little survey, right? And Dan was talking about it. He didn't know the numbers like perfectly offhand, but they just posted it to their Twitter in that. Um, about 13% of athletes that took the first round of surveys were at an elevated or at a, a number that was showing clinical depression. That's one out of every seven, 13%. So on a roster of 28, that's four. And so, therefore, think about your roster. Think you- about, like, think of, I mean... I had a roster of twenty five, and there was, so therefore that there means was you have three, three or four, three to four guys on my team that probably would have, and, and you know it's every team is going to be different, every situation is going to be different, but at the same time, you can run with that, and if you are helping those three to four athletes, I mean it can be literally life changing, or it could also be career changing. It could be. It could be school changing. It it could be the difference between why not look at it a positive light in that my son or my daughter got help in high school from their athletic trainer because they took a survey and they found out that 
they were depressed or they were always anxious and that's why they weren't performing as well as they could, right? I think a lot of people see this as mental health is going to be what takes takes them down from being an elite athlete um, down to a, a subpar athlete. And if we learn more about it and we, we recognize it, all of a sudden now we're admitting that they are a weaker person than they are as as an elite athlete well what if it made them even more of an elite athlete what if they i don't know they do become the lebron james of the world the tiger woods and you're not allowing that athlete that opportunity right just by sending out a simple survey i think it's easy it's kind of a no-brainer yeah i i've got a unique perspective on it and i sometimes have to step back um, I have a situation where I have an, an athlete who's in a very high distress situation. Like, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but mm-hmm. um, multiple suicide attempts. And there's times where I genuinely have concern that this athlete's not going to make it. On the other hand, I think about... So those that's probably an easier one to see mm-hmm. um, without necessarily sending out a survey. Yeah. But it's the other end of the spectrum. How many people have just a little bit, a low distress, those are the, the people that are falling through the cracks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the this is the product that's going to help catch those people um, the easiest or it's going to assist you finding – um, the not not low level like it's less important, but maybe the harder to identify um, cases of of some sort of mental disorder. Uh, that's where I think this product is going to really excel. The ones that you can't necessarily put your finger on. Sure, no different than okay. So you had an athlete that all four years in high school, all four years in college, they were. They're relatively injury-free, you know, little, you know, bumps and bruises here and there, but, but then they never really went on to anything else, and you know, maybe they didn't get any scholarships, maybe they didn't go on to a career in sports. Um, you know what? If they just, yeah, gosh, they were they were a really good shooter in basketball, but they just didn't have the the defensive skills. Well, maybe if they would have worked on some movement while they were in school it would have been better maybe if they would have worked on their conditioning they would have been better and we think about these things all the time we think about muscle imbalances we think about hamstring flexibility we think about core activation we think about uh what's your shoulder range of motion but and some of those athletes fall through the cracks too right when you go through a a pre-participation exit, like eval, right? This was my biggest gripe about doing 170 PPEs for baseball players. If they fell in this range of, you know, 0 to 10, like, degrees of whatever range of motion you want to test, they were fine. And so, therefore, just onto the next paper, onto the next athlete, onto the next one. But what if that athlete needed 15 what if they needed 20 what if you know what if we were missing something by looking at them as well they fall in the norm and now we're expecting them to be an like an elite athlete 
So if you fall in the norm of a mental health and we're expecting you to have elite mentality, why are we holding back there? Why are we holding... Because we're not even trying, for the most part, trying to find the people, find the athletes that are not in the norm. Mm -hmm. We're not even sending out that survey. We're not even doing the PPE for the mental health. So let's just do that. Let's start there. And I think you're right. Like This is going to get us into that that situation where we're starting to find those people that struggle but they're not suicidal right they're not the ones that it's clear as day they have an eating disorder Mm -hmm. like they're the ones that you think everything is hunky-dory on the outside but when they go home they're miserable Mm -hmm. and so why not have at least one screen for it we got a screen for the fms right we got a screen for what your shoulder range of motion should be Let's have more screens for your mental health. Well, and if we talk about this specific product, that's one of the things that we just, as you and I just listened back to this interview, mm-hmm. um, they they have the ability to automate it. Yeah. Like, okay, you can send this out once a month, once a week, every third hour, 20 times a minute. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like... That's cool. That takes sure. that takes the that yeah. takes some of the work out of it when it can be automated. Yep. Now let me ask you this: since this is the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this question to you. <laughs> so it's a text based survey. Uh huh. From your perspective, is that a good or bad thing um, to take those uncomfortable situations um, uh. out of like the face to face? And then turn it into an over-the-phone mm-hmm. situation. Mm. That actually is a good question, right? Because I struggle with it. The easier, like the easy, the easy button is text messaging, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the more effective button is face-to-face. Um, but you can't have that face-to-face you, conversation if you don't know it's... No. If it's if it's happening. Well, here's the other thing, I and this is so. It should. I, I'm completely fine with it because I'm not a mental health care professional, and so what you're not. I'm not. <laughs> totally not. As much as I've stayed at a Holiday Inn, I'm not. <laughs> like I, I, gosh, I. So I've talked about this in the podcast before. Like I was very lucky when there was a guy on my team that I knew. Or had an inkling that needed something else. I had an immediate resource of calling our mental health professionals that were that were part of our team, and they would take over. Um, at the same time, I was also guilty of being the athletic trainer that said, "You know what? I've I've grown close with this athlete. I have um, gotten to a point where." They are opening up to me. I've gotten to a point where I I do think I can guide them to be healthy. If I can guide them to be healthy in their everyday world of maybe what to eat, maybe how to move, maybe I can help them mentally, but I shouldn't have been doing that. I should have been passing that along, along with, 
hey, can you give me the tools so that I can keep what you're doing as a mental health professional with my athlete going on the everyday basis? But back to your original question, texting versus in person, my point is it is extremely hard to have those conversations as a non-mental health professional and recognize certain things that we need to be able to recognize in a face-to-face situation. So we need to have the screen, right? So I struggled. The I, I mean, everybody that knows me that was around the first time I learned how to do an FMS, I was I hated it. I freaking hated it because it was only a screen because it was literally okay do these seven movements and now all of a sudden we're like uh, we feel like we can like correct your movement patterns like no like you still don't know what's wrong like all you know is that you scored a one on this it doesn't tell you why you scored a one on this but the more i used it the more i experienced it the more like it was it just became i realized it was a screen and it was better than nothing right yeah and not only that but like we wanted to find something that would help us i'd find re- you i'd find you um that would help us like pick out the guys that are more injury prone right maybe pick out the guys that are more likely to be injured and so you need this screen. And then so just go forth with that and prosper. Um, right? So well, it, it just goes back to the fact that mental health is no different than health. Like, right. Like Correct. If, you, if, you, if you are screening for, to prevent an ankle injury or screening to prevent uh, an eating disorder or screening to prevent somebody from feeling bad about themselves, it should all be treated the same way. And then maybe that we rec- we're recognizing that this person has uh, there there's a deficiency somewhere, right? There is a there's a a bad movement pattern. There's a bad mental pattern somewhere. So why not screen for it? We asked for it, right? Mm-hmm. As athletic trainers, we asked for a way to screen athletes. Yeah, that's the coolest thing about this company is that. They're coming to us being like, look, what are you seeing? What, where can we help? Mm-hmm. And clearly this is such a big topic and such a, uh, an area, underdeveloped area. Absolutely. This is just going to be a, it just seems like a great tool for us. I like that it involves us though. I like that it's not like... You know, wiping your hands clean all the time of like, you know what, that's not my world. Like, I'm not part of it. Like, no, you, we are. Because we are the first responder. We are the first go-to for athletes. And this is health. Yeah. This is part of health. I like it for two reasons. I like it because, one, it's very proactive and not reactive. Because, yep. you know, maybe in some situations where it's, a low distress level, um, yeah. you can be a little bit more reactive, but maybe it is a major situation. And if you miss it, something bad could happen. Right. This is a proactive one. Like you're going to send it out and try and catch all those things before it's too late. 
Right. The other reason I really like it is that they're not even going to allow you to do it if you don't have the infrastructure oh, to yeah. um, to do something about it if they find something. Like, what good is a screen if you don't have the resources to kind of handle it? Right. I love – like, I – and I even – during the interview right like that's one of the things that i praised dan for and said it's also like a marketing tool for athletic trainers like hey like i i don't know if you let you know if we need a new emr but i just wanted you to know that like this company's doing this emr that's pretty good you know it's pretty good but at the same time they won't even let us buy it unless we have this going on. That's funny. I have this exact same thing written down in my yeah. notes here. Like you should use this. If, if you're one of those schools that has a tough administration, they won't allow you to do anything, you go to them and say, look, here's this platform that's going to help us uh, with this mental health issue, which is such a big hotbed topic. Uh, and it, they're doing it for basically – uh, you know, nothing. I won't say that. I mean, you, you heard him in the interview say he's not making a ton of money off of this. But that's your way to get in there and get your administration used to the fact that, hey, this is a product that can help you, your school, your athletes. Uh, and then all of a sudden you say, hey, by the way, they also have this EMR. It can right. help me document and prove, you know, it's just, it's going to be like a, like a loss leader for you. Well, and it, it creates the conversation between you and an administration of, Hey, this is becoming the norm. So if we want to, like, j- if you just want to put dollars and cents to it and you just want to put numbers to it and not even think about the mental health side of it, this is how, this is the norm of what is becoming standard for athletes and athletic trainers. And that is a app, a program, a whatever that does a mental health screen. Oh hey, here's healthy roster, and yeah, this is just keeping up with the Joneses. Correct, and so keep up with the Joneses, right? And I think you know it's it sounds a little like we're you know selling the product, but in reality, that was one of the greatest things about that hour, the hour and twenty minutes or hour we spent with Dan is that like I heard that was a tool to go to a baseball GM and say, well. Like, I know that, like, you guys have to save money in every which way that you can, and I'm asking you for X amount of dollars to change our EMRs, but here's the thing. This mental health stuff's not going away. These, this healthyroster.com, like, program, I, we can't even purchase it unless we have the infrastructure to take care of our athletes mentally. It's probably something we should think about because companies aren't going to sell us a product unless we have it. So we should probably get it. When I – just thinking about our conversation with them, what I got out of it was um, those days where I feel like I have so much to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like this is a company that could streamline – all these things um, or automate all these tough um, I, don't, I guess I don't know exactly how to say Tasks. it I just yeah no, it's I like mean, just these- man they're so new 
They've got yeah. this infrastructure where I can send out a proactive survey and kind of catch all these issues before they arise. Mm-hmm. When it's going to be easier to do that, yeah. Rather than waiting, and all of a sudden now I've got a big mess on my hands that I have to clean up. Like that's one of my biggest frustrations as an athletic trainer. When all of a sudden it gets to the point where that athlete is like, "Hey, you know what? I had this injury. It started three weeks ago. Yeah. But now I'm just telling you about it. Sure. Well, let's not do that with mental health. Let's not do that with eating disorders. Let Let's not do that. That's where I see this as a, a really valuable thing. Like sure. that that athlete that says, "Oh, you know what? This has been going on for a while." That is one of my biggest frustrations. Mm-hmm. It's just communication, and I think they are really. They're on the forefront. They're on the cutting edge of like being able to, to help facilitate athletic trainers communicate with athletes. And I think that's what I really got out of our yeah. time with Dan and Healthy Roster. Yeah. And not only that, are we, we're talking about a company that employs athletic trainers so that they can, they can have a better understanding of what athletic training is, but then also is listening. I mean... Dan and his whole team, they're listening to athletic trainers. We said we want a way to handle mental health situations different and better. Well, they gave us a a different way. And they gave us, right now, a better way than us just handling it. The first way. (laughs) Um, Yeah, God, I hope Dan... I hope Dan's recovered because he was giving blood for about three weeks. I mean, according to everybody else. Um, holy cow. I, ho- I hope your blood supply's back, but you didn't faint too many times. Yeah, no, that was, um, it was just really refreshing uh, for me to, to see a company out there that wants to help us. Yeah. Uh, when sometimes, you know, when you're at your own school or organization or whatever and you feel like they don't have your back well right. here's here's a, a company that does so yeah uh if any of these products are interesting to you you heard it in the interview just go go to their uh, website healthyroster.com reach out to them uh it can't hurt uh we appreciate the time that we had with dan and yeah. amelia uh and all the folks at healthy roster so thank you guys for kind of showing us what you have going on. Uh, very exciting stuff. Um, really excited to see what you guys have coming out next. All right, healthyroster.com, uh, at candid underscore ATC. Let's, uh, let's keep this conversation going. Bye.